0: This is Blurring the Lines with Adam Bell and Peter Nicolaitis, IT entrepreneurs. Adam and Peter take on the topics of technology, business, life, and the pursuit of happiness and blur them
1: together in the 21st century. Good afternoon. Good morning, or good evening, and welcome to Blurring the Lines podcast, episode number 60. I am your host, Adam Bell, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Peter Nicolaitis. How you doing, Peter? Yep. Awesome, and it's
0: really great to be back. It's been so long. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, it's, uh... I mean, we are not a monthly podcast. We're actually a weekly podcast. (laughs) Well, it depends on the week or it depends on the month, don't you think? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> sometimes yep. sometimes so,
0: so we are so this this is one of those months when we're not a weekly
1: podcast but we're, trying. Yeah. We're, trying. We're, we're we're doing better we're getting better yep,
0: <laughs> yeah. yep. we're Actually, recovering we're, worse. we're recovering there you go we're recovering <laughs> podcasters so. Yeah. cool so what's today's date
1: today is friday the 13th October 2017 and I have a I have a word of the day for you Peter hit me it is Paraskevi Decatriaphobia
0: Decatriaphobia yes and for those who don't no Greek or Latin or whatever <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, yeah.
1: well of, of those things in there the only thing that I for sure knew is phobia but it is fear <laughs> fear of Friday the 13th so do you uh, sounds
0: like an appropriate phobia to have today
1: <laughs> well I mean you don't fear Friday the fir- 13th do you
0: I don't oh, but okay. it would be appropriate if I did
1: yeah I mean because it took us you know what 25 minutes to get even recording
0: <laughs> yeah that wasn't the fear of the pod. that was that was, that was our usual technical glitches and and gaffs that we uh, normally experience it's, it's a it's a technology thing <laughs> yeah. So,
2: uh, yeah
0: so apologies uh listener if you're uh, hearing and you're wondering why my audio is a little degraded today it's because we're connected by a cell phone as opposed to skype as usual but hey, mm-hmm. that's all right
2: yeah yeah
0: all right so um so uh, why don't we start Start. Um, let's let's go. Let's start off with the answer to last episode's trivia question because I know that people have been just like sitting on the edge of their seats waiting for the answer <laughs> yeah. to this
1: one. Well, yeah. Let me let me give the question and then then you can give us the correct answer. So, uh, who is Peter's new roommate? Is it A a woman, B a man, C a woman of romantic interest? Or D, a man of romantic interests, or E, an animal. <laughs> so,
0: because you know, it, it is 2017. So. <laughs> All right, much to much to uh, the, the surprise of my neighbors that have come around, um, it, it it's a guy with no more romantic interest
1: no romantic so, interest <laughs> no romantic interest and
0: and the thing is that you know if it had been anyone with a romantic interest that that would have been a little different that would have been more like um it would have been different. That, that, that wouldn't, I wouldn't call that person a roommate. You know? That person wouldn't be a roommate. That would be that would be like a, I would call that person a girlfriend. you know so <laughs> yeah. that was a little bit of a hint there, you know folks. So if you thought the romantic interest spoke, I'm sorry, no, nope, nope, that was not it. So, anyway, yeah, so I've got a temporary roommate. He's working out great so far, so everything is cool. On cool. that front, um, I'm having some uh, issues with tenants at some of my other rental properties. That's also one of the reasons I need to leave early today. Well, we will have to cut this short if we uh, get off task a little bit, as I've got to go play uh, landlord at one of my other issues and one of my other uh, properties where we're having noise issues. Ah, okay. And um, yeah, so uh, we're having engineers coming back to test some uh, noise, do some noise isolation tests to validate or disprove that the uh, place was built up to code. It is our, our our suspicion, based on evidence that we have collected over the last three years or so, that it is not built up to code. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. cool. The joys of owning property.
1: Uh-huh. Well, I mean, that kind of uh, leads me into my uh, visit to Canada this week. Talk to us about that. Well, so... Th- you know, it just so happens that where we stayed was a old apartment building that somebody purchased. And so it was like a five apartment building and the landlord lived in the building. And then there's a tenant, uh, a permanent tenant on the first floor on the bottom basement level. And then we were kind of on the second level, which wasn't exactly ground level, you know, and it's funny. He told us, of course, Canada's more like Europe. You know, because there's been so many European settlers through there. Uh, it, but he said, you know, out of respect for your neighbor, you know, please take your shoes off when you're walking around the apartment. It just, it makes less noise. It's so uh, acoustically live in here because they had hardwood floors and everything else. I was like, mm. you know, maybe just common courtesy to the neighbors might be nice. <laughs>
0: Yeah, oh, it would. That would be nice, but you know, sometimes your neighbors are completely clueless. And, uh-huh. uh, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes cluelessness is a big factor. Other times, you know, there's there's not much that you can do. Yeah. Um. But uh. But my like my my upstairs neighbors at this one property, they are heel steppers and stompers, and uh, oh. um, you know, it's just like, well, you know, that's that's them. That's their behavior. I'm not. I like. I walk on. You know, mostly like the pads of my or I step evenly when I land.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, and I'm very cognizant of that. Like I'm really like, I was working out, um, um, in my, my, my first apartment down here in, in Somerville. And I was afraid that I would be disturbing the neighbors downstairs And they told me like once in a while and I, you know, I lived there for two and a half years or so. And they said like once in a while, they might have heard me upstairs. And Mm -hmm. the whole time I was always thinking like, oh geez, I don't know. And and then when I moved into my new place, um, even like I was afraid that just working out um, in my own, that the neighbor next door to me would be hearing me stomping around and you know, like shadow boxing and, changing my stance and, you know, like really like rooting my feet down and stuff. So I didn't even do that. Oh, wow. So, mm-hmm. so I'm like really like, you know, I, I wouldn't say paranoid about it, but I'm, I'm very cognizant of, you know, noise that I make for people around me. But, and in my experience, much more so than they are of the noise that they are making around me. Yeah. <laughs> <So, laughs> Consider it. So, which, which, yeah, which puts me in the bad, <laughs> the, the receiving end of
1: things. <laughs> uh,
0: it's it's terrible. It's you know, sometimes it's really annoying. But hey, yeah. you know, that's it. we
1: we choose our paths. Yeah. So, but so anyways, what else about Canada? So we stayed in Toronto. Uh, really cool city. Uh, it's about half and half immigrants, half Canadians. So uh, they say you can hear over a hundred and some odd languages in Toronto, and I believe it. I mean, we talked to, we ran into everybody. We ran into indians with turbans and you know new zealanders uh australian you know english there's lots of english you know like uk english speakers there you know uh, spanish uh, just everything you know all over the place so it was it was really kind of cool if you're if you're into multi ethnicity and cultures and you enjoy that kind of thing and we ate at a Thai, Itali- we were looking for restaurants to eat there that was like, quote unquote, Canadian. And, <laughs> you know, it was like, it's like New York. There's authentic Thai, authentic Chinese, authentic Greek, authentic, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Italian. You know, there yep. was, it was like Canadian. Well, we don't have like, really like Canadian. It's more like diners and that, although I did find out Canadians love ketchup. I think I've heard that before. <laughs> they had Elizabeth took pictures. They had Canadian or uh, ketchup flavored potato chips.
0: Well, You got a head start on those. You don't want to have to add, you know, ketchup to something where you've already got. You know, that that, sounds, that just sounds efficient. <laughs> yeah,
1: and and you, you imagine what it tasted like. It's like ketchup um like potato chips with ketchup exactly it was it was exactly (laughs) exactly what you thought it tastes like they were actually pretty good i didn't i mean i would eat them i mean i I ate them all right but i mean if i had a choice i'd choose you know like lime and you know rather than ketchup flavor but but it was good
0: it was good the chili lime or yeah i I like stuff like um uh sea salt uh, sweet and vinegar. That's that's probably my favorite mm-hmm. favorite ketchup. Uh, ketchup flavor. <laughs> favorite potato chip flavor. <laughs> my favorite oh. flavor of ketchup is vinegar flavor. What? What? This doesn't even
1: make sense. <laughs> but the I mean, so, all right. What so there was, there was lots, of this, lots to see there. Um, I, we yes. went up in the CN Tower. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. It kind of looks like the. Uh, the flying you know it's like a flying saucer on the end of a big pole you know there's uh, like the I've, seattle
0: i've seen pictures
1: yeah, yeah. It That's used it. to be the world's largest or tallest structure at 1,500 feet, and then mm-hmm. inside they have a glass floor that you can go out on, which was really cool. Uh, it it was at 1,100 feet. Uh, you could not reach terminal velocity from there, but you could reach terminal velocity from the tip if you jumped. Uh, and they did oh,
2: have okay.
1: good, <laughs> good to know, good to know. but they did have an observation. Well, they had the observ observation deck and kind of the lower part and then the upper part of the, the flying saucer they had a restaurant and we went to the restaurant. it was uh, three, it was the 360 restaurant you know and it yep. rotated all the way around. you it could see the around. entire city yep. and so so the choice was you could go up to the observation deck for40 dollars uh, per person 160 bucks for the four of us. Or you could have lunch up there for fifty-two dollars per person, and you got access to the observation deck. So we're like, you know, okay. we want to. We're going to go there anyway. So let's do lunch. Mm-hmm. So we did mm-hmm. lunch, a very you know, yeah, you know, five star, I, five star lunch. Uh, you know. R- all the food was really tasty and looked pretty and so great dining experience and it was quiet and we got pictures all the way around the city in the dome so that was you know it ended up being really worth it to to do the dining instead of just going to the sky uh you know observing from the counter because we went downstairs and it was chaos (laughs) It was tourists, you know, doing selfies and women with their, you know, whoever they're traveling with, whether it's their mother or their friends or whatever. And, oh, do I look cute like this? Do I look like this? And I was like, oh, my goodness. I want to punt you off the building. Take your picture of... What you see out there, they didn't care about taking a picture of what they could see of the city. They cared about taking a picture of themselves in the <laughs> in the scenery, yeah, whatever it was. That,
0: that's that's the way things go, isn't it? Though? I mean, this is a selfie
1: culture. Yeah, yeah, and and of course I have I have a selfie stick, and I feel like I just feel like a fool when I pull that thing out because I'm like I'm being lumped in with all these other people but how else am I going to get a picture of my family all here?
0: <laughs> there is a, there's a practical use for the selfie stick. There's a, uh, I believe it was a Russian self-defense school, which uses, uh, which teaches selfies sticks. Self-defense technique. Oh, awesome. So, so you can consider it a selfie-defense stick, if you will. Uh, nice. But yeah. You know, because when it's small, it's you know, it's a small baton. You know, a little bit bigger than like a pen or something, and you can use it for up close jabbing type um techniques and you can use it just to add a lot of extra pressure that you can't really easily get like with a thumb or a finger Mm -hmm. and then you can also extend it out and use it as a you know like a short baton for uh for either striking or blocking with two hands Mm -hmm. so there's practical application of a selfie stick
1: nice i had no idea Mm -hmm. i guess i guess though you're a bit more practiced in making anything a weapon (laughs)
0: Last, last night we had one of those drills we were doing uh knife attack defenses and um so like one person would have the knife and then the other person either would have nothing or there were various things scattered about the floor that we could just go and pick up so um yeah so we did those and those are those are definitely still my favorites uh, whenever we do those kind of classes where it's like improvised and just add a little more real world scenario like when we do uh, outdoor classes for example uh-huh. uh, those are those are my favorites anything where we can add a little bit of realism reality and um, stuff like that or uh, those are my favorite but yeah, yeah we did exactly that look around find a rock you know throw it at the guy with a knife pick up uh-huh. a pick up a chair hit the guy with the chair you know because if you've got a knife and you've got a chair you've got more range
1: yeah so, you and know. you got four legs
0: yeah yeah but it, it is really interesting though being the person holding the knife and all of a sudden you're like holy crap this guy's gonna kill me yeah. <laughs> like wait a minute i'm the one with the knife well, how yeah. did the table turn so fast <laughs> So it's, uh, you know which is kind of what you want so.
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah so, it, and all right. Then, what else you Then the last, the last thing on Canada, which you know made me really happy, was the conversion rate, uh, because mm, if you, I was about to this. So it's eighty cents. Their Canadian dollars are eighty cents the value of one dollar U.S. currently. Okay. And so that that worked out nice because uh, you know as we're paying for I'm paying for things on the credit card and the good thing is the credit card uh, companies uh, between Canada and U.S. will automatically translate that with no fee, including the conversion rate. Uh, So if you paid cash, you would lose that whatever transaction to get your cash converted i did convert some to cash because there's some you know you just can't get away from paying cash for certain things taxis and tips and Mm -hmm. things like that so that worked out really well and so i'm sure that you have dined more expensively throughout your life than i have uh I, I mean, we eat. Re- why do you say that? Well, I, I just think that you have more expensive tastes than I do, uh, but and you live up know,
2: in, <laughs> and, and you live
1: up in the Northeast where there are there are finer you know i'm sure there's some people in the south who get by ready to be ticked off but there are some more finer establishments for dining and ways to separate people from their money
0: (laughs) so what you're saying is that i'm a sucker for expensive restaurants okay i i didn't carry on you you (laughs) said that
1: that is not what I, i said i said you had more refined taste or more refined you know (laughs) <laughs> More. same thing anyway. same, same thing so the so in we went to puerto rico and in u.s dollars so i made the mistake i mean we eat we eat well we don't eat you know we're not a uh you know all we eats country fried steak we're we're a uh we try all kinds of new things and new foods so there's nothing that we're is off the table that we would ever try, at least once. Uh, so we went to Puerto Rico and we paid like for the four of us to eat two hundred and twenty-five dollars in U.S. For, din- for dinner, and that was that was the most expensive dinner I've ever paid for with, I mean, Mm -hmm. not, you know, like we've gone to Ruth Chris where like Elizabeth and I went and it was, uh, just the two of us in like a hundred and some odd dollars. So if the four of us had gone, you know, it would have been pretty high. So anyway, so they, we got done and it was a $300 Canadian, meal going up there at the 360. And I was like, "Ah, oh, it's okay, you know, cuz we 160 of that, we were going to spend no matter what." So we got that, so I'm like, "Yeah, okay. so we're we're still under. This isn't I said this is the most expensive meal we've ever had, but it's not not unreasonable because we got the entertainment built in. But it converted down to like 250 or 240 after the conversion rate when I got home and looked at my credit card bill. So I was like, that's pretty nice.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, I remember like when I was a kid, it was always just a standard thing. Like Canadian money was 75 cents on a dollar. Uh-huh. And that was like all my time growing up. And then I remember um, it was during the second Bush administration that um, the Canadian dollar had achieved parity with the U.S. dollar.
2: Uh-huh.
0: And I was like, man, going to Montreal, isn't as cheap as it used to be. Yeah. So uh, I'm glad to hear that we're getting back there. You know, we're not uh, we're not back to where where it was when I was a kid, but we're we're moving in the right direction. So, you know, go America.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah so good I did point. i overall I enjoyed it it was a uh um, a good good trip the people were nice the travel was nice the uh, um, it it wouldn't be my it wasn't my first choice in destination because we've got a list of thousands of beaches that we haven't been to yet and I I really like beaches more than I like cities. So yeah. given given my choice I would have gone to a beach instead just because that's what I would prefer. But it was a very good trip. I mean and I'm glad we went and I'm glad it's experienced and it's yeah, wor-
0: it. No, wor- I, I was in Toronto, and it was a while ago. And it was like 20, more than 20 years ago, I think now. And uh, but it was a nice city. I liked it. As far as Canada goes, though, I've been to Montreal more because that's just um, you know, close. Uh, Quebec um, borders Vermont, you know, where I the state where I grew up in. So mm-hmm. it's just more convenient.
1: And I well, and as far as like places to visit, I like more rural than I like urban Uh, Mm. I'm not anti-city I I like cities I mean cities are but I it, given a choice, would you like to live in a beautiful city or a beautiful countryside? Well, I'd rather live in a beautiful countryside, <laughs> so like, I go through my phases, yeah, so yeah, it's it's, yeah, I could see that, but uh like yeah. I've been to Manitoba in Canada, and mm-hmm. I really liked that place. I mean, the water was crystal mm-hmm. clear all the way to the bottom, and the countryside, there was people you didn't run into, and everybody was friendly.
2: <laughs>
0: <and> <laughs> there, there are people that you don't run into. That's good. <laughs> yeah. that's good. What do you like about the people here that I uh, don't see them? <laughs>
1: I can't see them at all. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all uh, right. So, um, so, anyway, anything else about Canada?
1: No, I think that was that was it. That was my uh, right. spiel on on Canada.
0: Speaking of cities, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if it was the last time or one of the last times that we uh, recorded, we talked about Amazon Mm
2: -hmm. looking
0: for a new uh, host city for HQ2, their Mm -hmm. second headquarters, which supposedly will be equal in all aspects to their first headquarters. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was just listening this morning um, that, you know, Boston uh, wants to be a contender mm-hmm. and that they're working uh, busily to make that the case. But um, other Massachusetts cities are also uh, competing for the rights to you know, have HQ2.
2: Uh-huh.
0: So uh, cities like Worcester and New Bedford, um, you know, not as big, not as populous cities as Boston, Cambridge kind of thing. So, um, you know, we're, we're still in the running and uh, that's still moving along. What about uh, down south?
1: Well, you know, it is also still up in the air uh, because Amazon has been in Nashville. Well, they're really in Murfreesboro, but the Nashville area uh, since 2011. And I just read an article in the Nashville Business Journal talking about that and talking about jobs. Uh, They mentioned the move to Nashville, but they didn't. They didn't. Uh, nobody. Nobody knows yet. But I mean, obviously, Nashville's got a good contention for that because they've got a good presence of Amazon right now. So right now in Tennessee, there's uh, around seven thousand jobs being held f- for Amazon, and like six thousand of those jobs are in Murfreesboro and Nashville area. Uh, it, they must be. I'm, you know, I'm saying Murfreesboro, but Megan Barry, who is the mayor of Nashville, is was the one talking in the article. So they've got to be in Nashville proper uh, because she wouldn't be she wouldn't have any say so <laughs> in Murfreesboro. Okay. So, mm-hmm. uh, so they're they're still a contender here. Um, I did see some things. You know, Nashville's been a it city to come and you know get these companies the nashville city's kind of saying now you know that yeah we like companies coming here but we think we're kind of done with the uh providing tax incentives to get you Mm. to come here and we want you to come here but we want you to come here on your own yeah come here on your own and uh yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. Well, and, you know, I was looking at it. So the, so the tax break that Amazon got with a hundred, it's a 100 acre building and there it's a warehouse distribution center. You know, they take whatever, you know, your iPhone case, put it in a box, put it in a mail or put it in the mail. And there are people and there are robots doing all of those things. And, they currently are paying four thousand dollars a year for a hundred acres of business space. Well, my house is a half an acre, <laughs> and I'm paying uh, twenty, well, twenty, almost three thousand dollars for property tax. So they're getting that a real, fair. <laughs> yeah, that sounds real fair. Uh, but. The, the taxes, if they were paying their fair share, what other people were paying, it's $210,000 in taxes annually. To me, I'm like, how is that really an incentive for a company like Amazon? I know amateurized over the 10 years that, that that's close to $2 million over 10 years in taxes that, that they didn't pay. But... Still... For- to, Two hundred thousand for a company like Amazon for a hundred acre property? I mean, I don't know why the company would even consider that to be an incentive. It it'd be like, Peter, move your company here, and you know, um, I'll let you save a penny on taxes.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say that two hundred thousand. dollars that's a drop in the bucket.
1: Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't even think that would be a considerate. Who would even consider that in somebody in Amazon? Uh.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know, no, man. That doesn't uh, that doesn't sound right to me. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, but they save two million in taxes over the 10 years so by 2021 they'll have to pay taxes full price like everybody else and i would i guess that they would consider moving to save that two hundred and ten thousand dollars per year i don't think i'd move my billion dollar company for two hundred thousand in taxes
0: i might i might move my company or your company for that much mm-hmm but not
1: Amazon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so we, you know, all that to say, we've probably still got a good shot at it because we probably still got another, well, we got at least another four years that they know that they're going to get taxes for a good price. And apparently Nashville's not doing a great job of keeping an eye on taxes. Like there's so mm-hmm. many things that Amazon's supposed to be doing to consider mm-hmm. to continue to get their grants. And Amazon's actually exceeding what they said they were going to do as far as employment goes but nobody's checking on amazon
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah and they probably like it that way yeah
1: they probably do i mean they're on the up and up as far as i'm concerned but they uh uh you know tennessee's kind of dropping the ball by not doing their regulation part of it kind of like everything else
0: Well, they've got they've got more important things to uh, people to harass, like you.
1: Yeah, yeah, they got people like me. To- <laughs> yeah,
0: oh, brother. ROI. So Amazon, Amazon. So uh, so, given your choice, let's say it just came down to Boston or Nashville. Which would you choose if you had to choose one of those cities for Amazon to be located in for HQ
1: two? Uh, if I were Amazon, um, my I I think Boston, and and not because of, uh, of course, obviously I love Nashville more than I love Boston, because uh, I live here and work here and play here as it goes. Uh, but Nashville's infrastructure just can't handle huge commerce. I mean, it's a it's an hour to drive 19 miles now. So until Nashville, that sounds like Boston, well, but then maybe, maybe my argument's not valid, (laughs) but I think until Nashville has a real Metro infrastructure, uh, above ground trains or below ground trains, something to get more cars off the road, it's not going to be a big boy. And I think Boston is a big boy despite the well it's
2: kind
0: of kind of funny that you mentioned that because yesterday morning as I was uh, rolling out of bed I heard on the local uh, NPR affiliate that uh, a recent study has found that the MBTA which is the Massachusetts Bay Transport Authority um, which is our you know our, our public transit uh, 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 department uh, Association whatever you want to call it is uh, ranked number one but it's number one in failures. <laughs> 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 so I, so I I tweeted that uh, yesterday morning. It's like, hey, just heard on WBUR that you know, the NBA TA is number one, number one in failures, but number one. <laughs> so uh, I I got a kick out of that. But um, oh, that reminds me of something. I posted that on Twitter and mm-hmm. it did cross post to Facebook, at least. I think it did. I wouldn't know because I'm on a Facebook fast.
1: Ah, okay.
0: I have decided to take the entire month of October off from Facebook. And, um, now I didn't do like a complete cutting of the cord. So I didn't delete my account um I didn't suspend all the services there are still some services that I use like I will authenticate Facebook um I'm still uh, corresponding with some people by a Facebook Messenger because that's like the only way they know how to get a hold of me and you know so so I didn't like completely cut the cord but I am uh and I'm still like if I blog post tweets or something like that those will will um you know they will filter into my Facebook feed as well mm-hmm. but I'm not actively logging on to facebook.com and uh, i've gotten some notices where some people have like sent me messages and shared links on facebook and i was just like yeah whatever and i just you know ignored those wow so um yeah it's been a while since i've done anything like this like a social media fast but uh, i thought i'm i'm overdue so Mm
2: -hmm. but as
0: a result i you know i would like glance at twitter but nowhere near the time suck, um, mm-hmm. that, that I would end, you know, if I ended up just like actually sitting around and looking at, um, looking at, uh, at, you know, at Facebook and stuff, it's, it's not as much appealing stuff. For, well, that's not true. It's just a different thing. I guess Twitter, uh, Twitter isn't as sticky to me as, uh, as Facebook game. I'm trying to just, uh, you know, keep it that way.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I must just be, uh, uh, or I'm lucky or what I'm just don't, I just do not i do not feel the draw of Facebook. Facebook doesn't time suck me. <laughs> I just, I log onto it and I, I actually will go, I may go a month without even logging into it now. The only you, time you are lucky. Yeah. Cause I, I hate another messaging system. You know, I hate yes. when somebody sends me a message in Facebook because I'm like, you know what? I probably won't read it. <laughs> do you have, have Kick Messenger? Are, are you on WhatsApp? Do you have, you know, like
0: it? No, not really. Well, yeah, I do, and I never use it.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't have any of those messages. I'm like, there's a universal messaging system that I can send electronic messages to a Mac, a phone, a PC. A Linux box hmm. called Email. Huh. <laughs> oh wow, that's yeah. so old school. Yeah, <laughs> I know, man. I'm I might as well get out my old crotchety man hat. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember when I went to Brazil. I was telling uh, I was telling my friends that I was going to be you know keeping my travel log and I'd be posting on Facebook and updating my blog and me, my friends said no i want a good old-fashioned email (laughs) (laughs) well that was pretty entertaining (laughs) just for you steve
1: (laughs) you know and the merits of email is actually really good you can you could compose an email without internet in a place like brazil you said brazil right yep a place like brazil where you may not have internet everywhere and when it you get into s- location you can send it but if you can't get in fe- facebook messenger you can't send a message
0: <laughs> yeah you know it's got a lot of a lot of nice uh, a lot of nice uh, uh, qualities and advantages so, mm-hmm. the whole storing forward thing but a lot of people you know like, yeah but it's not real time I want to know right now I'm like well tough <laughs>
1: yeah <sighs> prepare for a life oh. of disappointment
0: yeah <laughs> Exactly, yeah, like putting the the princess bride there. Who are you? Yeah. of consequence. I must know. Getting used to disappointment. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) All right, what else we got?
1: All right, well, you, you, well, Equifax failed again. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so this
0: time (laughs) one of Equifax's websites was compromised. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, man. So, okay, seriously, this is just doing it wrong, and I think everybody should just ban Equifax. And the problem is we can't. We don't have that right. We don't have that luxury because it's not generally our choice to use Equifax, but they do have services that they do sell to end-user consumers such as us. Uh, things like their credit monitoring and you know id protection services Uh and i would say please for the love of all that's holy don't use them just let's just let's just ban equifax all right if you can get away with not using them don't use them tell your bank if you're applying for a loan and they're using a credit reporting agency suggest that maybe they try, you know, one of the other two because there's two whole other com- companies that do this thing. Mm-hmm. But try one of the others, you know? Try try not Equifax, you know? Anything but Equifax. What do you think of that? Does that sound reasonable?
1: I think it I think it sounds very reasonable and, you know, that leads me to the question of they already have yours and my social security number and, and everything that is, is important to us. And how is it that they were allowed to have that information without our permission?
0: Well, <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. just the way things work, you know, yeah. they're not really financial services. So they don't, they're not subject to a lot of the same regulations. It's just, there's some really interesting things. I'll, um, I'll see if I can find, um, some articles on that, but I listened to some interviews and where they went into the history of the formation of the credit reporting agency. That's uh-huh. kind of interesting
1: stuff but so so now i mean they've been compromised so i was in Equif- equifax i i did annual credit annual credit every year so every year i confirmed my information with them so i know for a fact my social security number and all of my credit information was in equifax and has now been compromised so what's the point i mean if everybody knows my social security number now what's the point
0: the social security number really needs to go away i Mm -hmm. mean you know it was never intended to be uh what it turned out to be and it was just it was a convenient thing and they're like okay well everyone's got one of these so that's your id because we're lazy we're too lazy to make a new one and uh yeah i mean the social security number really needs to go away but until we have some real strong legislation making that happen it's not gonna Mm-hmm. And it's not in businesses' interest for the Social Security number to go away,
2: mm-hmm.
0: because you know, like, why would they? It, it's it's hand, it's handy for them to have a unique identifier.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: until Congress actually grows a pair and decides to look out for us consumers, that's, that's not going to happen.
1: <laughs> yeah, not till they're making some money on it. Exactly. <laughs> they're like, wait, why? Why would we do that? What's in our interest
0: to do that? So,
1: yeah. yeah. Oh, brother, so, all right. What else we got? All right, so the the you got the new iPhone like day one. The day, the I day. The iPhone eight. Yes. On the so, day, and we were going to podcast on that day with the we new are. iPhone, but it just didn't work out. But we're we podcasting <laughs> today from the we iPhone. Are. <laughs> Yes. And
0: uh, yes, we're doing it today not via Skype on the iPhone because my silly little uh, Bluetooth uh, AirPods were not actually working, which uh, was annoying. They're working. They just didn't want to pair with the um with the phone so i couldn't use it so but then eventually they did but they didn't work with skype so that's why we're on the phone but anyway um i am this is this call is going out on the phone and i gotta tell you boy after using a four-year-old phone wow what a change (laughs) (laughs) uh, it's an upgrade. And this is another example of me doing it wrong, not taking my own advice, not, you know, taking my own medicine. Um, I knew better and I was cheap. Like for the longest time, I didn't upgrade my phone uh, for various reasons. And you know, one was like, okay, I don't want to spend the money. I don't see what it's going to get me. But while performance was going down, and I was just losing a lot of time and uh, and 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 a lot of mental energy trying to use a four-year-old phone. And I think it's kind of hilarious because um, my neighbor has still an iPhone four, oh. not a four S, but a four, cool. and she uses that. So just, she's like, she's never had Siri. Uh, I mean, you know, and I think most days, I think that's probably a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but, um, you know, I'm like, I'm amazed that she's still using a phone that old. I'm amazed that it even works, but like it's, it's, it's very often like I won't get her, her, uh, text messages. They'll stop coming through and message her on her iPad via iMessages, but like SMS stops working and just all kinds of weird behavior. And she tells me like, oh yeah, I can't use it for navigation. Maps doesn't really work. It's the GPS is too slow. And I'm like, why are you doing that to yourself? <laughs> and then I really wasn't all that much better. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow, if you've got a four-year-old phone, wow, save yourself some headache and buy a new one. So yeah. I, um, I had a choice between the eight, the eight plus, and the uh, ten, and also the seven. So there are some people out there who are saying that you should just stay with the seven because it's not materially enough, uh, different enough from the eight. Like there's not a big advantage. Um, Me being a power hungry um, maniac that I am, I just wanted (laughs) the fastest, most powerful chip in my phone. I hate waiting for my phone to do things.
2: Mm -hmm. So
0: um, all of my phones, you know, the the N and the 8 and the 8 Plus all have the new A11 chip. Um, So I noticed the difference. I mean, well, again, four-year-old phone, of course, I'm going to notice the difference. But all of a sudden, my phone is responsive, and it's usable again. So I'm very happy about that. Yeah. That said, iOS 11 is still buggy as pig-a-doo-doo yeah and um that's not getting any better um the the operating system itself is buggy i had a problem with my old phones uh where which i hoped was going to go away i thought maybe it was hardware issue but it was totally software issue where um i would be on a phone call and i would not be able to like transfer
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Or I would be on one call and I would put that person on hold and call a second party
2: mm-hmm. and
0: try to conference them in and then uh, the buttons would just stop responding. Mm-hmm. So I'd be pressing you know buttons and nothing would be happening. Yeah. And so that was annoying. Um, and that that issue continues on my brand new phone. So I was very disappointed that that you know that sort of thing uh, remained, but. My biggest pet peeve, and and this is um, not necessarily the hardware thing, uh, and not necessarily uh, just the um, uh, the iOS uh, platform, is dictation. Dictation and the speech recognition now is mm-hmm. a joke. It is becoming so useless, and I cannot figure out what is causing this. I have to think that they're maybe crowdsourcing the responses and that, you know, just like idiots are the ones giving the responses Mm -hmm. because like the word dictation half the time, when I say dictation to my iPhone, it says Dick capital D I C K space tation T a T I a N
1: like a person.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like, like, like Richard Tation yeah i'm like and and and, you know i would think that it would be apparent that that would be a single word and if i say that it would say i would think that that would be a space parent
1: oh man and i'm
0: like this is really really bad so you know it it really is going downhill so it's something where i'm really hoping that Apple is, you know, that should be a very high priority. I'm like, make this stupid technology work. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's just hard because you know the whole movement is like hands free stuff. We're looking for that in the car. Um, you know, you you want these things to be smart, and they're not getting smart. They're still focusing on new features more than anything. Yeah, and that's they, why I'm not really. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Well, yeah, they just want a line item that says why you should buy this thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and and more stable and more secure and, you know, just works better is not a selling point.
1: No. Well, you
0: know, Because if you do that, you're admitting that your product was unstable and insecure and uh, didn't work so well to begin with.
1: <laughs> well, so. talking about a bug with, with iOS 11, uh, I've updated... Well, I had to update all of our family. We're all on iPhones, so they're all up to date. But my iPhone SE... Uh, the search function does not work the wild card it is not a wild card anymore and i can't figure out how to make it a wild card anymore um, and and you know we live on search now i mean cuz we we, yeah. we don't go start programs prog- the go to the programming. i hit the windows button and i start typing if i'm on my mac yep. i hit the the uh the launch the launch bar, and I start typing the app that I want to run. It's so much faster than, you know, knowing where that thing is in the menu. So I do the same thing on my phone. I do the pull down from the top. If I want to open Google Maps, I don't need to know where that icon is on my phone. (laughs) I just start typing Google. Well, now, I in order for me to search for anything, I have to type the entire word, spaces included, on my phone my ipad works fine mm. my yes. so it's just my phone and i I've, I've messed around with siri settings, and now it's all in siri the whole search part is in siri it's not its own thing anymore. it's not flashlight anymore it's siri <laughs> yeah. right yep, I, yep. Re- I reset all that i lost my my female british accent and i had to get that back <laughs>
0: <laughs> I tried so, so one thing I tried to do with the new phone was I I did end up restoring it from my 5s mm-hmm. configuration so I did I did back it up and move it because um, I just didn't have enough time to um, you know start over from scratch with all my applications and passwords and things Um but I, uh, this time around, it's gone pretty smoothly. There have been in the past where I had upgraded uh, you know, the same configuration like one or two times across a couple of different phones, uh-huh. and I brought a lot of cruft, and I was having constant crashes and instability, and I ended up having to just restore the thing, you know, just set it up as a new phone.
2: Uh-huh. So
0: far, I haven't had to do that on this, although I was tempted to do it, but I didn't. Yeah. But um, I did end up going with the 8 because I did still want a smaller form factor phone. Um, one thing I did realize, like especially when I go mountain biking, for instance, I want this phone that can fit in the small pouch in my Camelback backpack. Mm-hmm. and And the 8 just barely still does. But then something I realized after the fact was the 8 is waterproof now. I could just throw it in the main bladder area with my Camelback, and not worry about the humidity making it all wet. Mm -hmm. So I could have gone with a plus if I had wanted to, but I, am still a little happier with the the smaller phone.
1: Well, I'm good with that. I'm the same way. I, because I carry my phone, uh, when I am working in the yard, like if I'm doing a tedious task, I've got my phone on and I've got a book going. So, for that thing to be small on my hip is very important. If I had a great big phone, I, yes. I, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. So.
0: Yeah, so you, I, I definitely the, the, the larger phone for most people is a two-handed device. hmm And um, I do like being able to, like, you know, make a phone call with a single hand, for example.
1: Yeah, because I, I was looking here. So the, so, the SE, which is what I have, is a four-inch from corner to corner yep. and the eight is a 4.7 inch from corner to corner it you know it really doesn't seem like that much but it really can add up yeah so.
0: now in, in its defense you know people who are fans of the seven and the eight and the you know the six form factor which are are all pretty close mm-hmm. is that um they're thinner mm-hmm. and the thinness the thinness does make a difference you know it does come through you can feel the difference on that um, so overall, I'm happy. I'm not put off with the size of the eight. I've gotten used to it. Um, I <laughs> went. I was at my place in Vermont uh, earlier this week, and I walked over to my old school stereo receiver, and I uh, pulled the headphone jack uh, you know, cable, and I remembered that I don't have anything to connect that to anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's right, that's right. Okay, I can't do that. Fine, fine." Uh, so that was fun So, uh, but anyway, so my own self-admission of doing it wrong is, you know, just just upgrade people, get something new. Don't don't stick with old. If you're starting to feel the pain at all, don't do that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, on that note, similar uh, story. I, I spoke with someone this morning. I'll who shall remain nameless. Um, but the issue that he posed to me was, um, Hey, I need you to look at my printer. And I said, okay, why? Said, well, when I, when I print the invoices that I get the, uh, this guy, he mails me the invoice and, um, I want to print it out. And I said, why is well, so I can mail it back with the payment.
2: Why? To which
0: I said, why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes i doing the five Y's. and it was like well so they know which you know what it's for i said does the invoice have a number on it He said yes but here's what you do save a tree and your aggravation and my aggravation and write the invoice number on the check and send that
1: there yeah the memo line the memo <laughs> line which
0: I've checked, and uh, I think every check that I have ever uh, ever seen has one of those on there. It seems it seems like it's a standard. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I uh, so I did that, and um, and that seems to have gotten some acceptance. So so that was a, a good thing, and and you know that was the the moral of the story. There is. Just because you've always done it this way doesn't mean it's right. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that there isn't a better way. So every now and then, just ask yourself some things like, could I be doing this better? Could I be doing this more efficiently? Even if it's something that you've, you know, you've, we've always done it this way, you, you, might, you might surprise yourself with some answers. So, but right. I've, been, I've been seriously thinking like, if I get sick of security, I might want to move into like efficiency consulting because I think that that might even be more my passion than security. <laughs> Just, you know, I know this is, a, it, it sounds kind of silly, but I'm, I'm kind of serious. Like mm-hmm. I, I hate, I hate seeing waste, wasted energy, wasted time, wasted money, kinds of wasted food. You know, waste just just drives me nuts.
1: So
2: mm-hmm.
0: I I could see a, a transition at some point into a, a different field.
1: Yeah. So. Well, and, you know, you're talking about printers. You know, I had the same experience. I had an old HP 2100, and Microsoft stopped making the driver for that, and so did HP. I'm like, why? The printer keeps working. Throw it <laughs> away. I mean, I can get a ton better printer, but I yeah. bought... So I have... I have a multi function, I still have the multi function Dell because the print part still works and I just bought toner for it so I'm not going to throw the print part away. But the scanner stopped scanning and the bed stopped scanning. So I bought a new brother, equivalent version, you know, five years newer. And it's so much faster. It scans (laughs) double-sided on, you know, at one time. So, like, what I would have to do on my old scanner, like bank statements, they, you know, I'm completely paperless. So, I scan everything Mm -hmm. and then shred the originals. And so, like a bank statement, you know, they print on both sides to save paper. Great idea. Well, It sucks to scan that because you scan one side, you flip it over, you scan the other side. So, if you got to read that scan... double-sided not if you have a double-sided scanner right so my new one's got (laughs) double-sided scanner and it it sucks it through fast and scans both sides at the same time and there's no telling how much time i save every friday by not having to scan that stuff twice on the old slow scanner
0: amazing
1: (laughs) so there you go maybe that's your new career move if security doesn't work out or you know Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... I'll
0: just get tired of it. Maybe I'll be efficient security consulting. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what I'll do. <laughs> I'll, yeah, well, just well be that'll be my that'll be my that'll be my uh, my uh, my unique selling proposition, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know?
0: there are lots of people who are doing security but how many of them are doing it efficiently yeah call paradigm
1: (laughs) (laughs) well and you know i don't know how many times you've probably had to say or held your tongue from saying this is not an i.t issue this is a business issue
0: (laughs) oh yeah Yeah. oh totally totally your security issue wait wait we need to we need to give people access to this and the problem is that we need to do it like immediately and overnight. Okay, why? Well, because when when they show up for work, there's not enough time to train them. Okay, here's a novel idea. Have them show up earlier for training. <laughs>
1: What now? now and, uh, yeah, I, I,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. We, and, we didn't and, prepare and, uh, for that. I mentioned
0: that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mentioned that to to uh, one of the guys I report to, and he was just like, "Yeah, but you see, now you're starting to think like a businessman." And <laughs> I
1: was like, "Uh huh." There you go. We don't need that kind of uh, thinking around here. Thank you.
0: <laughs> that's right. That's right. We've never done it this way. We've always done it this way. Whatever. So, so another note on the theme too, I think I'm seeing a theme for this episode too. I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> um, one of my clients, uh, one of the owners, uh, former owner, actually, he sold his uh, interest for uh, a while ago, um, is retiring. Uh And as part of the, uh, you know, part of the severance package, he gets to take his computers from the, uh, you know, take the computers home. So he gets to keep his computer, his familiar computer. And again, just because you always have done it this way doesn't mean you should. Uh Because getting the system like scrubbed, they didn't want to just wipe the system out from scratch you know and, and start from scratch because that's not familiar and he doesn't know how all that works so they're like oh no no just just go through and just you know go clean it up and uh, but leave all his personal stuff uh let him <laughs> migrate what email he wants to keep and allow him to keep this and that uh you know but make sure he can't access any company resources and stuff and i said you know you all everybody would have been better off myself included on this if you just bought him an ipad pro
2: Uh
0: set him up with a gmail account and copied the handful of documents that he wanted over and that was not presented as an option and i was like yeah looking back like the guy's got an ipad so one of the first things we did was just set him up with gmail and uh, and LastPass because he you know he's terrible at re- remembering passwords like most humans yeah and um, and I said um, so that's what you got to do you know like use these um, save these uh, you know, just just here's the password you need to remember one to log on to Windows and one to get into LastPass mm-hmm. and if you can just remember those two you'll be golden right everything's good and uh, but wow it was such a chore cleaning this thing up getting rid of all the extra stuff, making sure that it couldn't access the things that it wasn't supposed to be able to.
2: Uh-huh. And
0: in the end, I'm just like, Oh man, you know, how much wasted time and energy have I, have I spent on this thing? It's just, it, it hurts to think about. So I try not to, <laughs> but you know, again, like, yeah, just cause you've always used this computer and you like it, eh, you know, it's, it's not like a family heirloom yeah <laughs> uh, I, would, I would recommend against that path
1: mm-hmm. that's, that's there we so well before we leave last pass do you you have a password manager right since you've written things on please for yeah for the yep. love of Pete get a
0: password <laughs> sake. <laughs> Please use a password manager. Yes, yes, I do. Yep.
1: So you know, I took your advice, and uh, I mean, I have a password manager. Uh, I have an old Password Safe uh, file, and mm-hmm. what I like mm-hmm. about the only thing I really like about it is that it's not online anywhere. You know, it's mm-hmm. so if somebody hacked that password, they'd have to. Get on my computer, access the right. file on my network. At, you know, old sc- old school, old school more security. More secure,
0: less convenient. Less Le- convenient, but more secure.
1: More secure. Yeah. So I was like, okay, it's time to move on to LastPass, something like that, because I can't access my passwords from uh, my phone, and if I'm mobile. I can't remember the password ZXJ exclamation at, at dollar two, two, <laughs> you know, cause I'm choosing a random password for all these sites now. And, uh, it's right. like, so, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to sit here and I'm going to go through and change every one of these passwords because you mm-hmm. know, all of my passwords have been compromised by somebody somewhere. So there's mm-hmm. a possibility I use the same password more than once. So let me go through them. Mm-hmm. I have four hundred and sixty six passwords to change.
0: <laughs> so Sweet that kitty. is a big advantage to using a service like LastPass or 1Password because they will change those passwords for you on the fly. Yeah. You know, so that's an example. You know, again, less secure, much more convenient. And and the less secure part, you know, that that's arguable. There's there's. There's pros and cons either way. But um, in that case, if you want to change 400 passwords, oh, yeah, that's something I would outsource. I would outsource that job to to LastPass any day.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: You know, just say, you manage this for me. You you, You handle the password rotation, and life will be good
1: yeah well and you could game the system so to speak and do a one-off and have every single one of your password changes dump them into an offline password manager and forget about it and then you would oh, yeah. i mean so you could do that but that's that's yeah, yeah that's the job of an it guy not a regular user
0: exactly I was gonna say, you, know, that, you know you sign up for the service the free 30-day trial for the premium features like password rotation you do it and then you export your files and call it a day. Mm-hmm. so hey you know, it's not a violation of the license agreement so why not <laughs> yeah <laughs> cool so. All right. Um, did we? Did you want to wrap things up with a uh, nifty, or do you want to save that for next episode? Because I do need to be going soon.
1: I think. We, I think we'll save that because we've we've talked iPhones, which were kind of nifty, and we've talked other things that are kind of nifty. So. So, yeah, I think
0: we're they good. They work. They're pretty nifty. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, I want to take us out. And before we go, before we abandon this podcast, we're well, not abandoning this podcast, before we conclude this podcast, um, on the topic of abandoned podcasts, <laughs> <laughs> my other good friend and podcasting partner in crime, Scott Wilsey, and I, uh, after a. We, 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 have been serial podcasters in, in a way we'll, we'll start one and then, you know, we get kind of tired of it and then we shut it down after a while. Um, most recently we did that with Dismazed, Um, and we decided that since it was, it, it felt like it was just going to be a political rant cast every time. That was the only thing that was inciting us to podcast. And we didn't really want to be in that business. Uh-huh. So we shut that one down. We kind of let it pod fade. And, um, We were talking, we were trying to find ourselves, podcastingly speaking, (laughs) and figure out what we wanted to do for a, uh, you know, for our next podcast. And as we were talking about it, we realized we already had that podcast. And so we decided that we just reached back into the archives for one of our podcasts that we haven't touched for four years now. Uh, the last episode was right around the time when my, uh, first rotator cuff was, uh, you know, about to let my arm fall out of its socket. And, uh, so it's like 2013, we reached into the archives, we dusted it off and we are resurrecting and breathing new life into the not speeding in reverse podcast,
1: not speeding in reverse. Yeah.
0: So, not the reverse. So my plan is that uh, we, you know, we might have you on as a guest. We don't do a lot of guests on Nizzr, but sometimes we would. Um, it's going to be not terribly unlike this podcast, um, possibly more, possibly less topical, depending on the day. Uh, the big difference is the, the host slash co-host is not named Adam. His name's Scott. <laughs> and uh, it will almost certainly talk less about business. We don't talk about that. Um, I would expect that it's going to be a little bit sillier, possibly a little bit lighthearted, if, if that can be, you know, if you can imagine that. <laughs> um, and, uh, and definitely, uh, given, it, given the right attitude, it'll be funnier.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, if that interests you at all, dear listener, check out notspeedinginreverse.com, uh, coming to a podcatcher near you
1: soon. Nice. Very cool. So
0: there you go. And with that, I think it is time for one of us to push the big red button. Big red button. (laughs) Big red button. To contact either us or our guests, visit BlurringTheLinesPodcast.com. If you like what you're hearing, do us a solid and subscribe to our podcast. And leave us a five-star review in iTunes, Google Play Store, or wherever you found us.